Right, hi everyone and welcome to the Disruptive Niche, showcasing the best of disruptors and niche businesses around. And today I'm so excited that we have the fabulous, the wonderful Jess from Showtime Circus with us. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so I think <laughs> well, I like to give you showbiz love, showbiz love. Oh, <laughs> I think now when we talk about niche businesses, I think you pretty much hit the nail on the head with your business. So please tell us what you do. It's a circus school for children age three, right the way up to adults. We teach aerial hoop and silks and trapeze, rope. All of the aerial skills. We also teach tightrope, stilt walking, juggling, poi, acrobatics, a bit of dance, uh, and it is so much fun. Oh my god! And how? Just how did you come up with the idea to do this? Well, I was a professional dancer for years and years, so grew up going to dance school, um, and then hitting my thirtieth year, I decided I wanted something for myself, and it would have been really easy to do a to open a dance school but I knew there was already a lot in the area and I'd learned all of these random circus skills along my journey as a professional dancer and I just thought you know what I love circus I know how good it is for children because I've taught it in other places before I know how much they love it let's just do it let's just open a circus school so I started with literally one piece of equipment handmade juggling balls and one aerial rig uh, ran a, uh, uh, I think it was Easter camp, and then yeah, it took off from there. It wasn't—I don't think it was supposed to be a full-time uh, school. It was meant to be summer camps, birthday parties, one-off little things. But then the children fell in love with it. I fell in love with teaching them. So now I've got a full-time circus school. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic! And like, we we met like a couple of years ago didn't we um yeah. through networking and everything and you started off with it just being showtime kids wasn't it yeah and then so you've evolved just... as grown-ups and wanting to do it yeah yeah and it's such a good thing for fitness um at first I thought as I said it was going to be birthday parties and summer camps so it was just for kids really and then at all of the I did like all of the festivals you know like the little Harpenden collective festival in their yeah, garden yeah. and the um big Hobbs and Carnival and all of the mums were like we want to try it so I was like okay I'll I'll start an adult class and they absolutely loved it so yeah now it's for grown-ups too <laughs> so what's the what's your age range what's the the this is the youngest you say is from three and then yes. what's the eldest person you've got doing it at the moment the eldest person I think is about 35 maybe yeah, but uh, in my old circus school where I trained, they have a lady who's 86. Oh, 86! Yeah, and she watched the circus shows when she was younger and really wanted to um, be like that. And so started going, I trained at my aerial home. Uh, she started going there, which is down in Bromley, because she really wanted to learn. She's like 86, what a hero. Oh my God, that is amazing. I know. <laughs> So yeah, if anyone's 86 and wants to try, you're more than welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Now, coming from, like, I was a teacher many, many years ago. And God, when I had to used, used to have to teach PE, and especially, like, you know, gym equipment, I would be terrified. Because at Teacher Training College, we literally had two hours of training and you'd see these kids halfway up a rope going, Miss, Miss, look at me, look at me. And I'd be like, oh, my God, shit, just get down, please get down. 
Do yeah. you ever have like you know heart in mouth moments? Yeah, I think um, with my training and with all of my teachers' training, actually, um, we have done every mistake. I have definitely fallen off the hoop every way you can possibly <laughs> fall off a hoop. And like from right from the top of the silk, <gasps> I've done that. I spent most of my training with my face in a crash mat. Oh my I've, God. Like, we're used to it. You know, we fall all the time. And so I think as teachers, we can see how they could fall before yeah. they even all that way so and with the little ones it's really easy because they're so light so it's just Mm. a case of like catching them it's fine (laughs) um with the older ones it's they're more body aware so you can shout like no hold on the right hand and then they'll be like oh yeah oh I was gonna fall then like you can already see so I think that is what helps a lot is that we've been there we've done that all of the teachers yeah (laughs) we are I've got reflexes like a cat honestly Oh. Yeah, and they've obviously they've got huge crash mats below them. So if they do fall, they don't hurt themselves really. Yeah. And my thing, our thing in showtime circus is get straight back up. Yeah, so definitely. And they are sad. I'm like, no, 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 get straight back up on it. Just get yourself used to being back up there. So oh, it's amazing. I mean, in just for self confidence and everything. What an amazing thing to do. It's it's just yeah. fantastic. And I mean, I'm looking at. I've been watching your Instagram posts and your Facebook posts as well. And these kids who are like hanging upside down off hoops because obviously you're you're running it from home now or not from home yeah. but you know online um and we'll, we'll talk about that in a second but um these kids are just so confident and it must it's just incredible to see these these kids who are who are doing all this and they're just so like just so clever and you know yeah and it, it, these the kids that come to the circus school are generally the ones who um didn't really get on very well with ballet or, you know, mainstream sports. Mm. They don't really like football. They didn't enjoy netball. So they've, their parents have kind of gone, I need you to burn your energy off somewhere. I'm going to take you to circus. <laughs> and they've come to me and we're not, we're, we're strict because, you know, it's dangerous, but we're not like ballet lined up discipline. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we're a bit, all of the teachers are a bit crazy. I, could, I think the kids look at us like, are you really a grown-up? Like, <laughs> so they're all a bit crazy. So these kids are ones who've come with very little confidence, having not been very good at anything they really tried before. Mm. And then they've come to circus and some of them can just get up on stilts and walk across the room straight away. And I'm just like, whoa. And they go home so happy that they've achieved this. Uh, it's, it's really good to see. It's just brilliant. And, and also you're very inclusive as well, don't you? So you, you, yes. you have a lot of inclusivity in your, in your, your classes. Yeah, most definitely. Everybody's more than welcome to us. Um, lots of people come with autism and dyspraxia. And we do actually did before lockdown, start a class for special educational needs, or it was called the family class. So basically anybody who thought their child might get on better with the adult in the room. Even like anxious children mm. came to that one. Um, and it was really fun. I really loved that class. It was one of my favourites the whole oh, week. <laughs> yeah, oh. but everyone's welcome. Yeah. Oh, now, and you've, you've been on tour as well, haven't you? Where did you go last year? Uh, we went to Benidorm Palace last year, which was amazing there was a group of 17 children and all of our all of their family and we went over and it performed on one of the biggest stages in Europe really the children were amazing they absolutely adored it uh, but honestly it just turned into more of a bonding session with the family uh, the fa- their families and we've just turned into this one big crazy circus family it's amazing oh no and I, I've read as well that 
your inspiration Cirque du Soleil and it's it's no surprise really but yeah you know they are incredible yeah and I think um it's really good to know that if you've got a weird skill you can develop that and it can be your job yeah (laughs) like one of my friends travels the world balancing on a big huge glitter ball she's called Valerie Merzak and it's like a glittery rotating ball and she bends and contorts on it and that's literally her job she does it all around the world another one of my friends uh is a foot archer so she she fires um archery from her feet in a hand balance uh, uh, it's just amazing and she always gets the bullseye she's just incredible she's called Arissa Kelly oh my goodness <laughs> like that's her job how random is that so these kids have got these random skills and their parents are like oh god I mean she's really good at that but she can't do math but do you know what? That can make them a, a living. That can earn them a really decent job. It's like, I just, I, I just want to see what your friend's Facebook friends list must consist of. Oh, yeah. It's, it's very interesting. <laughs> random. <laughs> very random people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now, yeah, tell us a little bit about how, you, how on earth you have adapted to online from a, a, you know, a, you know, from a, a very in-person thing that you're doing and you've adapted it online and you've also included like magicians and everything else it, 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 I mean just how yeah well I, at first I was I feel like I was very ahead of lockdown because I've got a friend who teaches drama over in Hong Kong so I feel like I had a bit of like inside knowledge that it was coming mm. so I started recording the children doing their exercises quite a few weeks before lockdown came so I would get them like in their uniform against the black backgrounds and I would just be like can you just do it really neatly and they'd be like why and I'd be like because I've got a feeling you might be a little bit bored and you might want to do these exercises <laughs> so I started filming them I had a few weeks and then honestly the first we went live with online classes to replace the classes that people had already paid for because I was in a position where I was like, I can't refund these classes. I'm yeah. going to have to offer something. Um, so I only really put the package together to replace the classes that they had paid for rather mm. than have to give out my whole life savings refunding people for classes I couldn't offer. But then they loved it so much that we decided to carry on creating more content. And it's been tricky. It's been hard, but I've got a good team of teachers who we put our heads together and just come up with like a really good program and we decided to put put all of the children into different circus houses so now that when they come to class if they're in their uniform they get points for their house so then it makes them get into the right mind frame it makes them want to do all of the challenges because they know that their house is going to win and uh yeah it's really it's, it's challenging adapting it and you know not all children have circus equipment at home so I'm teaching them to juggle using socks I'm teaching them how to make their own equipment. Uh, I've adapted all of the aerial stuff. I've had to come up with a whole syllabus of floor aerial. We call it floop, which is floor hoop <laughs> and sofa silks. Like, so I've had to like completely make up a whole syllabus. Um, but it's good. And the kids are getting a lot out of it. And I'm getting a lot of positive feedback from the parents saying, you know, it's great for them to still be in such a community, uh, get to chat to their friends, get to chat to us, get to have fun and let their hair down as well so yeah it's oh, tough but it's been yeah. fun it's, I mean, it's exhausting isn't it and trying to yeah. especially you know plan out the, the timetable and and everything else it, yeah hats off it's to you. definitely harder than real life um 
even though real life I, I had to like set up all of the equipment so real life was physically harder but for me I'm such a technophobe and I don't really do screens so I'm finding that when I have a whole evening of like five hours of screen time I find it really it's so draining mm. um but it's keeping us going and I'm happy to still be there for the children because I absolutely adore seeing them and just keep our name out there so that hopefully we've still got a school to come back to. Oh, I know, this. I know. Have you managed to gain any new followers since you've been doing it online? Yeah, I've got a few new ones. Um, and the beauty of it is, is that they're all over the place. Like, I've got new ones up in Liverpool, where I'm from, you know, friends, friends, children's, uh, you know what I mean? And uh, my cousins can now join in, my nieces can now join in. So it's really sweet. Um, they are from all over the place. Uh, but yeah, so they're all like, can you open one up here when you <laughs> when you finish? Um, and yeah, it's nice. I've got a few new ones. Uh, I've oh, lost a few cool. because, as I said, these children are ones that can't concentrate very yeah, long. Yeah, so yeah. some of my very amazing circus students, bless them, just don't do Zoom. They just can't. And I completely get it. So mm. I have a little chat to them. I have a little check-in every now and again, just like a little half an hour, just yeah. chat, check they're okay. But they just some children don't get on with it, but some children really have dove straight in and having loads of fun oh yeah it's great I mean you know and the fact that you've managed to to diversify as well it's just you know as you say it's so important as well to keep the kids entertained but also to keep your name out there and and to keep people you know keep it keep it fresh in people's minds so fingers crossed you'll be back in what September time when the schools go back yeah I I think it's at least September by the looks of it but yeah I've got Contingency plans A to Z. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever we should do. Now, one thing I always ask people is, do you consider yourself to be a disruptor in your industry? And I was really interested in the the, the sort of answer that you gave. Yeah, I had to to Google that one. But now that I have, I'm like, yes. I've always been a bit different. Like, I've, I've never been mainstream. I went to dance college like I got into med school but I chose to go to dance college and then I went to veterinary school and chose to run away with the circus instead so I've always been a bit off the wall <laughs> um, and I do like to kind of sometimes I do kind of want to be like no I think you should think like me I shouldn't think like you you should start thinking like me look at what's out there look at what you can do you can literally turn what you love into your job do it like I want to shake people <laughs> but then I guess if everybody did it then I might have more competition so, yeah, so no, we won't tell anyone oh but no, I mean yeah it's your enthusiasm is just totally infectious um oh, but but you need that don't you and especially if you're doing something that's different I think yeah. different in inverted commas but you know if you're doing something that's not mainstream you've got to get out there and, and believe in yourself and you to, you know you totally are the epitome of that it's just incredible <laughs> yeah and I think it helped as well too I started it I really loved what I did and then I started seeing the the difference it made to the children and how much they loved it and I think that just skyrocketed my confidence because I was like here right here is proof of a little girl who was so shy couldn't do anything and she's up the top of the silks on stage at Benadon Palace like there's living proof that what I'm doing is amazing so I think that helped me with my confidence to be like this is amazing carry on down the path you're going definitely I was 
so interested to read your honesty about your business and your business sense as well. Um, and one thing that really got me was, it's like I run my business as a business and that's what it is at the end of the day. And and I think, you know, so many times we're like, oh, well, I love doing this, but I've got no one booked on it, but I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. And, you know, you're so honest with that. So just talk a little bit about, about that. I think I'm the first, when I first started, I did uh, everything that I loved. What I did was classes that I loved and I knew that it would build and it would build and it would build. And I, you know, parents would suggest things and I would do it straight away. And then this uh, ch- this break, this forced break, has given me a chance to realize what worked and what didn't work. And moving forward, I definitely think I'm, well, I'm definitely going to run it as a business you know the classes I love uh if they don't make money I can't do them even though I love them like you know I've got to really start thinking about you know what's going to keep me afloat Uh, aside from I think my family class for the Mm. special education on these children like I will run that at a loss happily because I absolutely adore it um other than that I think yeah I've got to be more of a business than a uh, fun youth club because um yeah this is this break's given me a real chance to sit and look at my books and figure out you know what's working mm. and what isn't working so and also to learn more about business and the more I'm learning about business the more I'm wanting to run my business as a business and not as a uh fun a hobby well, it's almost like a hobby yeah, hobby. yeah. yeah. Um, and it does like it, I work full time I I'm never off work I know so, you're like, <laughs> Yeah, so I need to have something to show for that, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you you said you're in the NatWest Entrepreneur Accelerator Scheme. Yes. <laughs> I know, right? I had an interview and you had to go and, you know, this is obviously before lockdown, you had to go and have a quite a grueling interview and get picked for uh, the scheme, whether you were right at the very beginning of the business, you did one below, but they bumped me up to the accelerator, which is awesome. Um, and it's meant to be in Milton Keynes. So I'm supposed to be driving there, I think, two days a week, being all day there, learning off them, doing their courses, and then coming back. And thank goodness, honestly, like, thank goodness it's online because I don't think I would have survived, like, <laughs> driving all the way there, doing that all day, and then driving back and teaching all night. I just don't think I would have been able to no. do it. So kind of lesson in disguise that it's online but it's so good you're in like a hub it's called with so many entrepreneurs and they are all bouncing ideas off each other and people have completely uh, developed their business for covid different and it's really nice to bounce ideas off everyone and mm. they teach their mentorship scheme is amazing they teach you so much uh, it's hard it's grueling it's tiring but mm. I feel like whoa I've learned so much and yeah. I'm only four weeks into the program so I'm excited oh wow and is it is it almost like teaching you how to run your business I mean what's 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 yeah. involved in it it's teaching you how to like fine-tune your business how to pitch to other people if you want help uh, how to pitch if you want funding um basically everything that you could ever want to know you should do it you should look into it it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> writing that one down yeah you should honestly <laughs> honestly i'd highly recommend it and they are so helpful so lovely um yeah they're, they're a bit they're plowing through kind of irrelevant of the fact that i my business is completely different right and they're just like well why aren't you making the same as you made last month and i'm like guys um coronavirus <laughs> like 
<laughs> why is there a dip in your sales just because um i can't actually do what i'm meant to be doing so yeah. that's why so they're a little bit harsh on that one they're a bit like you know numbers 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 but uh, so sometimes i'm like guys like can we remember i'm a circus like hand-on circus school not like a marketing or i don't know another business that hasn't been affected by this like i've massively been affected by it but they are helpful and yeah i would highly recommend it i'll bet you're a complete breath of fresh air as well aren't you to, yeah, they <laughs> to people who really normally do <laughs> Yeah, I did turn up to my interview in a sparkly jacket. So brilliant. <laughs> they were like, oh, here she is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, talking about dressing up as well. Weren't you on Radio 5 Live? Was it last week? Yeah. I saw yeah, I was last week. In your circus outfit as well. Of course. It was very <laughs> early in the morning as well. So I was like, well, struggled to make an effort, but it was good fun. Oh, great. Okay. Um, you know, I mean, the whole everything that you're doing is is just fantastic and, and absolutely love it. So what type of things can people learn if they come and find um, find you online and look at some of your courses? What, what have you got running? Online, I'm doing general circus classes, which is basically a chance for the kids to just have fun. I bless the parents they must get really annoyed like I make them go and find five t-shirts and run back here and then you have to do burpees and put your t-shirts on and take them off so it's keeping them nice and fit but in the silliest way you can think possible um we also do like acro if they want to work towards acro exams and watch because I can see them really well on zoom and see Mm. you know I'm not there so I can see what they can and can't do so deciding to put them into acro exams as I said, my special floor aerial um, syllabus. We're doing magic lessons, art lessons, yoga lessons, dance lessons, um, art and craft of some incredible artists uh, that's, that they're all tailored towards Showtime Circus. So there's basically everything you can so do. So how many people have you actually got? It's not just you running them, is it? You've got other people running the, the sessions as well. Yeah, so we've got um, four different circus houses and there's a head of house for each house, but one of them's run by two people. So that, that's five people. And then I've got an outside dance teacher as well. So that's six people who are running their online classes. Mm. Um, and each each of the heads of house has a speciality that they do. So David's in charge of fun and crazy craziness. Gareth's in charge of magic. Natalie does yoga and poi and stretching um, and orangutan and splatty. They <laughs> they do the art lessons and they are in a barn up in Shropshire um, to shield from coronavirus. So they're doing like these barn workouts that are just hilarious. They're like getting the digger, they're hanging the hoop off the digger, they're doing the tightrope across these massive trees. Like they're just crazy off the red, but their classes are really fun. So, oh yeah. great excellent oh well hopefully like people will just flock to you know, your site and see and, and sign up yeah. and everything so we had Benidorm last year is there anything for next year do you think well we were supposed to be in the house of illusion in Salou in April the 18th I think it was so I was devastated that that couldn't go ahead because I had circus schools from all over England traveling to Spain to perform as like a whole variety show. So big gutted that's not going on. So we're going to reschedule it for next year. Uh, the House of Illusion is like an incredible venue. Um, they do loads of magic shows, obviously. And having performed in Benidorm Palace, having performed at the Magic Circle, I kind of thought it was a nice <laughs> put together to perform in Spain at a magic place. So that'll be amazing when oh, it goes Fingers ahead. crossed, that sounds incredible. Yeah. Incredible yeah. experience for you and for the kids as well. Just brilliant. Definitely. 
Cool. Right, yeah. now we're going on to the most important questions. Yes, I love these ones. Of all time. <laughs> Marmite, lover or hater? Love it. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Even understand people. Butter. Have you had the peanut butter Marmite? Yeah, I don't like that. It's too salty. Oh, do you? No. Oh, no, I loved it. I no, loved it. wasn't my favourite. I did try it okay. myself. Fair. MasterChef <laughs> or Bake Off? Bake Off, definitely. <laughs> Tea or coffee? I'm a coffee. Coffee, coffee yeah. Red or brown sauce? Brown sauce. Brown, okay. Yeah. Red or white wine? Well, this one's situational because I like a good white wine spritzer if I'm feeling the mood to get a bit silly. But then I do love a red wine when it's like cold and I'm in the bath. So basically any... All wine, yeah, Ball. and rosé. That wasn't in there, yeah. Oh, no. Prosecco, Any. fine gin, anything, yeah. Football <laughs> or rugby? Nah. Nah, nah. And nah. I love this, strictly or dancing on ice? Well, I've been on both, so. Uh, please elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> so, dancing on ice, they always had, like, backing dancers um, and basically artists that weren't on the ice to make the it a big, like, production. So... The agency I worked for a long time ago provided them, so I was one of them. So you can see me. On oh, very <laughs> nice. Look at you. And I've been on both. I've just done I know, both. I know. Just so standard. And then on a, one of my cruise ships I was on, the Strictly team came on to do a whole Strictly cruise. <gasps> so they brought the Strictly dancers on, the Strictly judges on, and uh, we had to model the Strictly, dan- uh, the Strictly costumes. So we did like a catwalk with all of, oh my goodness incredible costumes and then we they did like a strictly show and some of the passengers could join in it was like a little competition and the judges were on stage and we as the production crew we were the dancers who opened the show and who (gasps) finished the show so we got to like sit with judges and drink with them afterwards and it was really fun Uh, are they all lovely please don't shatter my illusions no, they are actually. Craig Ravel Hallwood and I had the same. He had a pink sparkly jacket and I had a pink sparkly um, ball gown on. So we had a lot of fun in crew bar afterwards. I should <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, we've come to the end, but thank you so much, Jess. And before we finish, I just want to say I adore your strap line. Life is better upside down. It's and I totally, totally agree with you. Apart yeah. from when you're drinking wine, that might be a bit problematic. But you've got a straw. Always got a straw. Always got yeah, a straw. Fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's Thank especially you. in a world that's been turned upside down. I think, yeah, we need to remember that it is better that way. So it's fine. Totally, totally. Oh, thank you so much, Jess, for taking time out to come and talk to us. Absolutely fascinating. Um, no, thank you for having me. It's been really fun. Uh, oh, and I'll put all your details onto the website so people can go straight through and click straight through to sign up and and see more about what you can do as well so yay thank you brilliant thank you so much and good luck for the rest of the summer because it must god you're going to need a break when this is over (laughs) (laughs) oh get that wine order in right anyway (laughs) take care thank you so much and i hope to see you soon thank you bye bye Thank you.